you have to grow up and like realize that it's not really doesn't work that way like you're gonna be scared for the rest of your life like if I wasn't scared of death before I'm 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 more now <laughs> um here I am it's like a real possibility I'll know when I get there it's really weird because I'm not really speaking to you in front of me but I have to think of you in front of me because if I don't And I won't be able to speak to you. How you doing? <laughs> Ooh, that's that first Wednesday of the month. Air raid siren. Can you hear that? Probably an artifact left over from the Cold War. But every Wednesday at noon, I, I, first Wednesday of the month at noon, they uh, let her rip. I, I, it's probably one of those wind-up ones, you know, you gotta crank it to make it go. There's, there's a, there it is. And it's spin, you can hear it spinning around to catch the whole region. I'm not sure where the where the thing is located but but I think that's supposed to foretell nuclear invasion or anyway thank you for tuning in to the wandering wolf podcast I am your host Yoni wolf under the threat of nuclear war and yeah I am settled in in my home home uh state ah oh, there it goes goodbye siren I am settled in in my home state doing my sort of more routine home life every day uh, you know tucking into some studio work been doing some remixes for some friends and uh, you know excited to get back to work on what I've been working on. Do you guys have a, have a strong work routine, those of you who are sort of self-employed? Yeah, if you're not self-employed, you know, you go to work. There's something appealing about that. I mean, I, I've fought a whole, my whole life to uh, avoid it uh, or to not go back to it, but uh, there's something appealing about the idea of going to work for eight hours, you come home, and you're done. You know what I mean? And you can turn off. I think that's a bit idealistic. I think most jobs you take home in some way, shape, or form, uh, and they, they, they uh, infiltrate your, your personal life a bit. Uh, but, you know, I think if you worked at McDonald's, God forbid, you know, some of you might, and, and uh, you got to do what you got to do. But, uh, you know, I think if you worked at something like that, you come home after eight hours, you're not really thinking about, uh, you know, dipping the nuggets in the fryer. Maybe you are. Maybe you have dreams about it. Ugh. Well, anyway, what do you guys do who are self-employed? You know, what's your routine? How do you keep yourself moving? You know, you got to keep yourself self-motivated. Uh, how do you do it? Uh, I try to just get into the room. You know, I have a little studio room in the back of the house, and I sort of just try to get in there every day and... 
uh, just try to do something. Even if, even if like, I don't come away from the day feeling like, you know, you know, check this out. I, I killed it. I did this whole song or this, you know, whatever. It's just a matter, I think, getting in there and working. Or maybe this is like propaganda someone told me at some point to sort of keep the masses just busy, you know, and not thinking or something. But I don't know. That's what I try to do. I'm not great at it. I struggle with it. I struggle with wearing to go, knowing where to go next on things. I don't schedule well. I'm not very organized uh, when it comes to that. You know, I, I was just talking to someone last night about. Uh, they were like, "What do you do? You like write lyrics in your, uh, uh, you know, on, on your phone or something or in a notebook?" I'm like, "Yeah, all of it, all of the above. You know, like I have notebooks full of lyrics and my phone." notes and my voice memos and and uh, dictaphone like a tape dictaphone near my bed uh, files on my on like two different laptops and and a desktop uh, not very organized but <sighs> I've somehow thus far managed to uh, have a decent output actually and I don't know I feel like it, it, uh, if I ever, I think I said this on a song, if I ever get it together, I don't know, it sounds like a familiar lyric. If I ever do get it together, uh, I'll, be, I'll be a hell of a contender in terms of uh, output. Because I do, like, I, I, I make a lot more stuff than I'm able to, to sort of finish and get out there. Because I, I lose a lot of it, to be honest. It sort of falls through the cracks of my life. Uh, one day I'll sort it out. Maybe maybe I need a uh, what do they call it? Personal trainer for the mind or whatever. Uh, life coach. Uh, if you're a qualified life coach in the Cincinnati area that that does pro bono, uh, give me a holler. Um, but I don't know. Enough about that. Look, I'm I feel very fortunate to not have uh, a boss breathing down my neck. Um, but. You know, those of you that do, you can still do creative shit. That's what I'm saying. Is like I feel like all my life I've had a an, one arm tied behind my back, but nonetheless, I've been I've been outputting stuff. Um, and I feel like if you are super organized, which I'm not, you know, you could have a day job and still make music. Such as our guest today, who says she works 80% of the time, four days a week, full time, or I don't know, not quite full time at uh, IBM. Rotemo. Hopefully I said her name right. Totemo. She joins us in just a moment. Great conversation with her from Israel. But before that, I do want to mention that if you are a fan of this podcast, if you're into this podcast, you want to see it, keep moving, and the frequency of episodes rise, then consider going to patreon.com slash the wandering wolf and pledging or patronizing the podcast okay become my patron and you can join in the conversation you give you know you give 45 cents a month and you can comment on the podcasts and we can converse about them there those of you that give five dollars or more a month you 
become my executive producers and I will read off your names at the end of the episode. Patreon.com slash The Wandering Wolf. Go there or go nair. You know what I mean? Like, don't go anywhere unless you go there. Get it? Also, I do want to mention, if you want to come check out these Y shows, they're selling fast. The month of November and the first couple weeks of December, check it out. We're in the U.S., touring all over. You can go to uh, whywithaquestionmark.com slash tour and check that out there, those dates and tickets there. I can't get everyone on the guest list. I've already had like a million people hitting me up like about mainly the New York show because it's sold out. My guest today, Rotem O. Uh, I discovered... Totemo uh, on the internet, and uh, it was a delight to meet her uh, in Israel at the Meteor Festival. She's a very inspiring and strong lady. Uh, let's move right into this conversation with Rotem O. Totemo. I'm sitting here at the, uh, what is this hotel called? Galileon. The Galileon, I think playing on uh, Galilee, that right? That's correct. The, the sea of, <laughs> um, and with Rotem Or. Very good. Very good. Rotem. That's how they would say it if we were somewhere in, uh, I don't know where they would say that, France. Uh, how was your festival experience? Oh, it was very good. Very good, and I did not know what to expect because this is kind of my first festival in oh, a way. really? Yeah. You, ne- you never even played festivals? So that was until now the only time that I've been to a festival was when I played it, you know? Yes. Uh, several festivals, but never as an audience and, and an audience alone. And never like sleeping in the, you know, in, on festival grounds. In the squalor. We call that squalor. Right, right. Yeah. I'm really dirty at the moment. Yeah. You can't see that, but well, trust that, me. You should have gotten the pool. It, was, oh, well, it has a cleansing know, like effect. Like you said, I didn't have any... I mean, the wrong attire. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, I, I thought it was great. It was, it was a very uh, dusty festival, though. It was. Yeah. Yeah. And it, I think there, every tent that was pitched, it was required that it was right next to a trash bin. I mm. think it was like... They had one they trash had to do that? one trash bin per oh, tent to yeah. be near, or just either that or, or trash bin smell mm. that they would have from maybe a, just uh, sprinklers of yeah. trash bin smell. <laughs> yes, uh, no, <laughs> it was great. I, I thought it was a very cool festival, first time. Yeah, good vibes. Like the people were all very into everything. It was nice. I liked it. And now I'm told that was the first festival in Israel to have like international bands come, pretty much. Um, yeah, I think so. I mean, in this genre, yeah, probably, yeah. There is like a jazz festival okay. in Eilat, but yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, uh, and so when you play festivals, where have you played fest? Where have you gone and done well, that? Well, there's uh, the other big indie festival in Israel which is Indie Negev okay uh, in the Negev her, desert yeah exactly okay. and I've been here uh, been there um, several times over the past years it's going on for like 10 years but it's only acts from Israel right yeah but you go you go overseas too because I, I, I saw right. you were playing yeah. in Asia we actually just been to Singapore yeah and played a festival there called Babits which was amazing oh my god Singapore is how do you get wow. involved in the Singapore scene? I want to go to Singapore. You should. Yeah. <laughs> I want to sing in Singapore. I sing and I'm poor. So it's perfect. <laughs> Amazing. 
Um, how, how did you how do you get involved in uh, that? Well, actually, before I mean, last year we've been to Zandari Festival, which is a showcase festival in Seoul, in South Korea. Oh, in Seoul, okay. Yeah, Seoul. That's how you're supposed to say it, Seoul. No, Seoul. I, I don't know. That's, is man. that the, the is you know that better the than me? Israeli way? <laughs> no, uh, we Seoul. say Seoul, Seoul in Seoul. the states. Yeah, okay. in Hebrew it's Seoul. So I guess I do something in the middle when I yeah. switch to. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> so I think somebody there saw us, and okay. then they booked us to do. And we were in Asia anyway. We did some shows in China and in Seoul also. How do you, do you have a uh, an agent over there? Yeah. Okay. We've got someone working for us called uh, his agency is called Small Fish Agency. And in in uh, China or? So no, actually he's. Uh, Belgian who's living in Holland <laughs> okay or something like that but he's been there like many years and, yeah exactly do you play there more than you play in Europe you would say well no okay no but we did have a nice tour there now I mean for for us for me it's like yeah. seven shows I think it was is it's nice for us you know in this part of the world that maybe doesn't know us at all wait in Asia you're yeah, saying yeah, yeah, yeah this yeah. past tour yeah so no, yeah, I think in Europe we had a similar amounts. Okay. Last time we were there, I think so. Hopefully this wind is not... I think it's okay. People, pardon <laughs> us for the wind if it's too windy. Um, but how many, have you toured the States at all? No. Okay. The States is too far away. Do you, how does this all happen? Do you, are you, do you have a record label and stuff like that? Well, you, I used to. Okay. Uh, the first EP that I released as Totemo uh, yeah. was uh, with um, Anova Building 5 label okay. here in Israel. And then... Is that similar to that Anova studio? Oh, uh, yeah. It's the same one. I recorded a song there. Really? Yeah. What? Tell me more. <laughs> uh, it, it was a, it's a song called Moat. Um, it was sort of like half covers and half... It was half a cover mashup. And half I wrote myself. Okay. Um, and I was hanging out in Israel after the last tour in 2012, mm. at the end of 2012, and uh, Iran was like, hey, you want to go, you want to go record something? And I said, yeah, sure. <laughs> and so he brought us there, and uh, yeah, we, we, they were excellent. They were excellent. Engineers nice. were great. Yeah, uh, I agree. I had a bass player come play, and he was great. His name was Itamar, but I don't remember what his last name is. Itamar, bass player. Really good bass player. Mm. He played on the song. And, uh, yeah, it, it. anyway, very cool studio. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So is I, that where you recorded, too? Uh, actually, I worked on the first EP mostly at uh, at home and at home with my producer, okay. uh, Roy Vital. Uh, so... Well, but the I vocals, have, we went to the studio and recorded okay. there. I have more questions about that, just your process stuff. But first, uh, I'm still... But you, you, as far as I can tell, you only have EPs. Well, is that that's about to change. You're, you're about to have yeah. an album now. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, why, why is that? that you, but you've been doing the band for a long time. Uh, well, yeah, since 2014. Okay. The first well, EP was released. Long. Not that long, okay. right? I did have, like... I mean, I did release music under my birth name before that. Okay. But it's a very different sound. So you, but you've been doing it for a while. Yeah. What's the what was the sound of that? Was it more acoustic or something or? Um. Well, it was much weirder. Oh, weirder. I, I, okay. I don't know how it. I mean, not really acoustic because, well, the first album that I released as my in under my birth name was actually recorded everything in my home. 
Okay. Uh, so everything was computerized, so it is a bit electronic. Yeah. But also I got, I mean, I played the guitar and I got someone to play bass for one song. So I don't know. It yeah. was weird. Yeah. Good weird. Weird. Still. I think a lot of people's, I think, well, not a lot of people, some people's <laughs> tend towards doing weird stuff in their early career. Mm. You know what I mean? Why, why like, do you think that is? Di- because different people have different. Like I tend, I did a lot weirder stuff in my early career. Mm-hmm. Just, just different people have that tendency, um, and then they hone it, and and it gets more listenable. Mm-hmm. At least mine did. I think that might be. Yeah, and maybe right. the same for you. Yeah. Other people, you're like I feel like spreading out in all directions, and then you like editing yourself. I don't know. Sorry, I'm just trying to wind guard. Um, and then other people, I feel like, start real square and then, like, sort of figure, find themselves. We already found ourselves, but then we didn't find the pop thing until later. Mm. I don't know. I, you I you and I, I mean. That, yeah. I mean, okay, so I tried to perform with the, with the music that I released before Totemo. Yeah. And um, I enjoyed it a lot, but I also found it, I mean, only in retrospect, much harder, you know, like, and not good hard, not like... Uh, good hard, hard, <laughs> I, li- I love that accent. It's a cool accent. I'm sorry. No, it's good. It's good. It, yeah. Okay. Sorry, go on. So M- much I'm, harder to perform that yeah, way. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, I only found out later when I started doing the Totemo songs, you know, live, that it's like, ah, okay, pop songs. I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. I mean, I don't know why even, but everything is... Okay, so now comes the bridge. Now comes right. the chorus. Now, and you so, like working under those stipulations? So that's a good question. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I thought that I that I didn't, but then I got to perform with the pop songs, and again, it's not that poppy. You know, it's just it's catchy, but yeah, it's not yeah, it's, it's not square. Yeah, it's got yeah. um, you know, um, how do you say, uh, a, cons- a construct like yeah. Uh, so that makes it good in a way uh, to to train yourself. Yeah, to work within. Yes, exactly. Actually, that reminds me of something that I read in um, David Byrne's book. Okay. Have you read it? No. It's really good. It's, it's called good. How Music Works. Okay. And it's about that sometimes we do better things or, like, you know, more interesting things under constraints. Yeah. Right? I, I feel that way. I, I feel like... And, and also time limits. You know what I mean? Which is I, a constraint, yeah. Otherwise, everything sprawls out. Wow. Right, yeah. right. Um, so... What I was going to ask you before is, you said you work with a producer. Is that, um, are you also doing technical stuff too, or is that person doing all that well, stuff and that, you're, you just like write the songs and sing? <laughs> that is a very good question as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, because I had a hard time at the beginning when I started working with him for yeah. Totemo, uh, because you know I'm kind of a control freak. Yeah. And. Like I said, the the first album that I released under my name was like everything was my own. Yeah. I did that. So including the technical stuff, yeah. like recording and mixing and stuff that I didn't know how to do. Yeah. Um so when Roy came to the picture, it took a while to like, you know, get it flowing. Yeah. And he's mostly on like hands on the keyboard of the computer I mean and uh, doing the stuff and he's um, he's mixing and he's mastering it so like sound wise it's sounds great completely yeah. thank you I'll, I'll yeah. tell him you said that yeah <laughs> uh, that's completely his side but most of the time we we are very much 
we work together. One will pitch an idea, the other one will, you know, take yeah. that and run with it, and then vice versa. Um, in the shows, I'm very much the one in charge. Yeah. Like, because I'm... The computer is, I mean, my responsibility. Uh, so so you, nice. you have backing tracks for shows. Yeah. Okay, and then you... But you all... What else? Who else because I saw a video of your drummer like playing on a SPDSX right, and right. I love that because it, he it was just very adept mm. is that the producer or that's a no, different no no the drummer? producer doesn't play with us okay doesn't tour no okay. um, but uh, yeah so I'm on the electric guitar yeah. most of the time sometimes keyboard and the computer and then there is my bass player yeah um, which also I mean I kind of forced him to play the keyboards because sometimes we needed that more yeah. Um, and I've got the drummer on SPDX, SPDSX. And no, no, no uh, organic drums, just all SPDSX. Yeah, he's got some cymbal okay. and some uh, conga. Yeah. Uh, and the chime and the triangle. That's how some you call percussion. it. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah, because he was playing like very adeptly like full drum set stuff on the SPD. It was really cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, actually. I, I don't know which video you saw because... Oh, something uh, on your Instagram. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. okay. I, I wonder because I kind of have two drummers at the moment. Okay. Like I'm... The good one. <laughs> it was the good one. <laughs> okay, let's not... Uh, you we know, won't say who, which one is that. <laughs> uh, good. So, and and did you start doing music like as a kid, as a little kid or something? Um... I used to write stories as a kid. Okay. Uh, and I just studied the the keyboard for like two years, and then I was such an idiot and told my parents that, okay, I, I know chords, so I don't, I know everything. Yeah. You know, stupid. And then I studied the guitar when I was like uh, 16. Again, stupid for one year, then dropped it. But you know, that's I got the basics. Need. Yeah. I mean, for for, for writing, writing songs. Yeah, exactly. exactly. That's what. And that's all I know on instruments. Right. It's just the basics. Yeah. So, you get it. Yeah. I just I just wanted to, to be able to express myself with these instruments, and still today I regret it. You know, for not taking yeah. it uh, further. But, yeah. So then I started writing songs when I was about. 15, 16, um, and my first EP was released, my really first EP under my own name was when I was 18. Okay. Yeah. And um, so how are you 17 now? That doesn't make sense. Oh, I, I love you for saying that. Thank <laughs> no, you so much. I, I, I thought we were about to get to how long ago was that. So. Yeah, no, I, I don't I don't. I'm not that people, old. My I don't ask people their age. You don't seem old. You don't seem Thank old. Thank you. Um, so, well, I, I want to ask about this because I read this, that you had cancer, or right. maybe you still do. I don't know. Well, I hope not. Fingers crossed. <laughs> okay. Um, can you talk about that yeah, a little sure. bit? I'm just curious. Yeah. Like, and, and, in the, and also in your work, where did that come? Mm. Like, you know, were you already doing the Totemo, or was this before that? So, it was actually literally a moment, well, not literally, but really... Just before the first EP as Totemo was released, okay. we found out. I was in London uh, watching one of my greatest inspirations of all time, Kate Bush. Oh, yeah. It was like a day before the show. We got an email. We were in London. It was ha weird. How did you, why did you suspect that you I had I was something? in the shower, taking a shower, and I found it just by myself. Okay. 
I don't it, tend to touch myself that way. Is, but is it, uh, your breast <laughs> cancer? Yeah, it's okay. a breast cancer. So you found it and you said, uh-oh, that's not good. And yeah. I, I mean, it. actually, I didn't think that it's not good. I just, I just thought... I thought that I um, had to test it, but yeah. all this time I was like, oh, it's nothing, it's nothing, it's, it's nothing. Yeah. I mean, you, I mean a, a lot of times it is nothing. Right, you know, I, I right. Have, I have friends that have had that, and yeah. Yeah, it ends up being nothing. Good, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I was pretty positive about it, but then I went to do the, um, how do you call it, uh, ultrasound. Yeah. Ultrasound. So, and then I saw it, like, spreaded, you know? Once you see the thing with, like, the arms, and I was like, okay, that's not good. I studied biology. Okay, so, so you knew. I kind of yeah. knew. But then we, you go and you do other things to know for sure, and yeah. And we got the answer, and it was right before the EP was out. Uh, you were supposed to, did you have a tour set up already? Not a tour, but... You know, expectations yeah. of a tour, <laughs> yeah. like starting doing shows and stuff. We still managed to do one show in Tel Aviv, and then we went to Indy Negev and did a show, which was awesome, just before. And then during the treatments, like I, I, I did uh, chemo and uh, we had surgery. We, <laughs> I had surgery yeah. and uh, radiations. We still managed to do one more show or two. I don't something like that. It was really important to me, you know, to do, to perform. Yeah. For the for the EP. Yeah. yeah. So, at what? How how was the treatments? Was it brutal, or or what, well, did you go pretty easy into it? I think, I think I was pretty positive. You kind of look at it, you know. In Israel, we have to get drafted to the army. I kind of looked at it that way, like, okay. I don't have to go to the army now. Well, no. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> you had already been to the yeah, army. Yeah, I've been okay. to the army, okay. but um, it's um. Like, something you gotta do, it's gonna take a year, and you're gonna get it over with, and then everything will be fine. Yeah. And some of it is true. I mean, certainly the way to look at it, it's a good way to look at it, because yeah. otherwise you're, you get depressed. Yeah. Um, Which probably makes the cancer grow. Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, but it was fine. It was, it was brutal at times. You know. Was it hard psychologically? <laughs> I think, first of all, yes. I don't, I didn't like the fact, like I said before, I'm a control freak and I was living with someone and he took... A and partner, I'm, you mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, he took great care of me, if that's the right way to say it. Um, he's amazing. We're not together anymore, but he's still amazing. Yeah. Still um, friends, though, I yeah, take it. Yeah, yeah. And... Um, I didn't like being dependent, you know, on someone. And at times I wore, so I didn't like that feeling. And also, not recognizing yourself. We talked about mirrors on the way here. Yeah. Um, so I've been to a festival now, you know, without any mirrors for two days, and it's a great feeling. Uh, but when you change that way, like the hair, you know, and the eyebrows. You lost all your hair, all your yeah, eyebrows. Yeah, yeah. And like even the eyelashes and like things that happen to your fingers that you know the hair you know about right when you when you hear about cancer and chemo so you 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 got that i mean expected yeah but then there are 
things that happen that you never heard of, and uh, it's not nice. What? What's some gross things that happen? <laughs> you want to hear it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, just the fingernails was something that I. They get yellow or something, or they, they, they super white. They actually no, fall. They fall off. Oh, jeez. Yes, I'm sorry. I'm sorry, no, guys. No, that's okay. And that's because of the chemo I take. Yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I, I oh, probably not for everybody. Yeah. But uh, yes, it happens. So you just had nothing there? It was just it's like... It's something, it's kind of weird. You only get the, the bottom okay. part left somehow. Yeah. I don't know. It's oh. not an actual nail, I guess. Yeah. Um, so look at them now. They look great. Oh. They look great. Yeah. God. Manicure, fresh <laughs> manicure people. Uh, Fresh-ish. <laughs> Three-day-old. Yeah. Um, and, and especially being at that festival, how did you maintain? I mean, wow. you've maintained you think? beautifully. Think oh my about God. it. No, come on, look at this one. Well, I mean, th- believe me, look around, look at his fingers. No, he's Looks all right. Good. He's Looks not good. bad. My hands. He nice. washed his hands. Nice, nice. Um, so, but, and did things go according to plan with that? I mean, yeah. Yeah. I mean, like they said, it's going to be a rough year, but it's going to be a year and it will pass. I, they found my tumor when it was a uh, second phase, they call it. Yeah. Like it got stage to my... Two. Stage two. Yeah. Thank you. Got to my uh, lymph nodes. Yeah. But that's it. Like no other place in my body. So the survival rates for that stage is Pretty very high. high. Yeah. So I was good. Um, and that also gave me a lot of strength. How did you feel when you had sort of crossed over the mountain and, you know, they said, oh, you know, you're in remission. How did you feel? Well, you don't get remission, actually. Oh, ah, okay. Well, they, you do, actually, because I did the chemo and then did the surgery. Sometimes they flip the, the okay. order of that because they wanted to shrink it a bit before. So even when they said, like, it's, it has shrunk, it doesn't really matter because they're going to take it out anyway, okay. you know? But, yeah, it was good. I mean, everything... We haven't found anything new. So surgery was the last step. Uh, it was surgery and then radiation. And then radiation yeah. to just anything that might and that be left. that was fun. I'm sorry. I know How that so? sounds bad. Uh, well, I, I maintain my day job for the entire time. Yeah. I'm a um, software engineer for okay. IBM. Um, oh, cool. Yeah. I've heard of them. Yeah. Little company. <laughs> yeah. Little country of a company. Um, so I kept going to work as much as I could, which was kind of a lot which also did good things for me like staying in Stay, routine yeah, staying as co- much as Stay, keeping your mind off of the actual right, disease right. And, yeah. so uh, when you do radiation it's once a day for like a month if I remember correctly so I just came to work every day left for uh, for the radiation at noon and it's not painful in any way it does make you like weaker and stuff like that but is it focused directly on the tumor? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. And I mean, after going through chemo and yep. and the surgery, you're like, this, is, this nothing. is nothing. Yeah. I mean, I'm sorry. You know, some people probably go through yeah, different everybody stages has a different differently. Experience. But yeah. for me, it was fine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I go to a place um, to get uh, infusions of, of iron. Really? Uh, I have Crohn's disease, not so I, I mm. lose blood through my uh, bowels, and and uh, so I go get bags of iron, uh, and it's a, it's a it's a chemo place, so I, I am quite familiar with the I, the look and feel yeah. of it, and it ain't, it's not it's nothing How, it's nothing nice. I mean, what what's the once in every 
Oh, how often? Yeah, thank you. <laughs> um, well, I used to do it every, like, three months. Mm. Um, and now, um, uh, praise God, uh, it's, like, once a year. So, okay. um, and it's, uh, when I say once a year, it's four sessions. Mm-hmm. Um, and then that's, that's like a, you know, a time is, uh, you have to do it once a week for four weeks mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. then that's mm-hmm. it. So I do that like once a year now. It used to be every few months, but yeah, I've gotten, I'm on a new drug that seems to be helping. So Good. Yeah. Um, Love drugs. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Are you on anything? Do you do you take any kind of drugs? Like, I don't know if they have like prophylactic, can- like cancer don't come back drugs. Uh, they do. Yeah, and okay. that's what I wanted to say earlier when I, you know, started talking about being positive and like this is a year and that's it. And then you realize you have to grow up and like realize that it's not really doesn't work that way. Like you're gonna be scared for the rest of your life. Like if I wasn't scared of death before, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'm more now, you know, more yeah. scared, yeah. Uh, it's like a real possibility. Is it death that you're scared of or like, or further suffering? That's think, a good question. I'm not sure. I think both kind yeah. of, yeah. So, you know, yeah, I take, um, I, I take a shot once a month okay. to my stomach um, that uh, literally suppresses my... Uh, Immune system? Uh, no. Shachalot. Oh. Um, Ovaries, ovaries. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. Because oh, because it's estrogen based. Right. Breast cancer. Right. Is, Mine is, was. Yeah. yeah. Okay. There are yeah. many kinds, so that's a good thing, you know, because now I can do something about it to prevent it from coming back. Yeah. Um, and then I also have a pill that I take every day, and just those things, and like seeing a doctor every, not that you know, short intervals and tests and stuff. Uh, you know, it's never really over. Your life becomes medicalized. Yeah. My life is medicalized. Yeah. It's the same for me. So I, you yeah, know I it. go to doctors, yeah, at least once a month and just, you know, just constantly got to keep an eye on it yeah. all the time. Um, but, you know, at least I can do that now and and stay relatively uh, okay. And, right. and same for you. And hopefully right. that it will never come back for you. And it probably never will because you now Because you're, I got such a good eye on it now. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Once, you, once you're aware of it, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Um, well, hopefully that chapter is just over and done with. Hopefully. And you're, mo- you're moving forward. Yeah. Um, so you said you do have an album about to come out. Are we let it just talk about that a little bit? Let's talk about it. Is Did you do that in the same manner with the same producer? Yeah. And I, 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 I want to say his name, but I, I can't ever understand what well, you're saying. Well, actually, you... he started spelling it a, dif- uh, a bit differently now, so you can... It's like I can R- say it if you R-O-Y. spell it for me. R-O-Y. R-Y? You can say Roy. Roy? I don't, Roy. don't say you can say. God, I hate sorry. when people say, like, <laughs> like a Chinese person oh, moves God. to America. And I'm like, what's your name? Like... Andrew. Yeah. Like, no, it's not. Yeah, yeah. Like, I can say your name. Just tell me what you So just spell his name real quick. It's R-O-Y. R-O-Y. Yeah, you can oh. say it. I mean, you say it Roy in Hebrew. Roy. Roy. Yeah. Okay. Roy. 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 Very good. Roy. Very good. Okay. <laughs> so you you did this album with him. Yeah. Okay. Is, so the, the, Totemo is, is you, but it's you and him. Too, right. For, right. For, for, for recording. Behind the scenes. Yeah, yeah definitely. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, anything different about this album to your other EPs? Well, we, in the other EPs, we had some samples of, like, um, Asian stuff, Asian instruments. Yeah, Like the Guzheng, which now I've been to China, I know you're supposed to say Guzheng. Okay. Okay. And uh, Erhu, 
uh, which is like a two-stringed um, violin. Yes. Um, so in this album, specifically because my dad is so awesome, he actually brought me a guzheng from Beijing. Oh, my goodness. Like a year ago or something. It doesn't sound more. as real as the samples. I'm just kidding. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Uh, so we used that, and we used an, an actual Eru to record. Uh, so that's a bit different. And I don't know. I feel like the fact that it's like a full LP gives it more depth, yeah, I hope. Yeah. Did you, did you record like just as many songs as are on there, or did you like do that kind of thing where you do like... You do over? I recorded 50 songs, yeah. <laughs> and the album has 10. No, you know. so I don't do the yeah the over. Who the fuck has time to do that God. anymore? Yeah, I mean I, I do it to an to an extent, <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, I think we had like a one extra, two extra, but yeah, that's 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 how I am. I usually right? have one or two. I'm like ah, this one's not really working. Yeah. Let's leave this. Yeah, and to then the next album sometimes. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes I'll be like ah, let me rework this and yeah. And then I mean sometimes songs need time to grow, you know. Totally. Totally. Yeah. Do you and okay? So how fast are you at making work? Like, do you write fast or do you work? I don't on songs? do anything fast. Okay, me neither. <laughs> Yay. So, how like how long, for example, start to finish this album go? Well, I think I started writing the songs for the album, which is not something that I do, by the way. I always like. I mean, the first the the first EPs that went out, it, they had songs from. 10 years ago you yeah. know what I mean yeah uh, and then all the songs for this album are from now so that's also different I guess I should yeah. remember yeah. to say that next time um, so immediately after the last EP went out Desire Path uh, I started I remember I wrote the first song on the tour I think it was okay for Desire Path that we did in Europe um, so two years two years yeah. okay that's respectable I mean that's Pretty normal. Yeah, you think? I think, I mean, yeah, that sounds, to me, that sounds... Good time. Good, yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, I've gone five years, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, once you get up in that realm, you, you start going, like, a little nuts. Two years seems good. Nuts in, in what way? Oh, just, just like been sitting on stuff too long mm. and like reworking yeah. and overworking again and, you know constraint like yeah. you said time yeah. limit is very important sometimes yeah so i you know i i think uh now i'm the stuff i'm working on now i sort of have a time time yeah constraint. now that said i'm <laughs> <laughs> i've uh, you're the one who put the time constraint like yeah forcing yeah yourself, so i've kind of gone over you know i'm about a month behind oh, oh. at the moment man, Yanni, come it's on. okay it's okay <laughs> um and then, will you do the same label with this one? So, I've actually left the label a little while after I got, um, after we, we released the first EP and I got got the cancer. Okay. Quotes. Um, yeah, I, yes. I left them. <laughs> you left them. So, yeah. but uh, what, what are you going to do with the new album? Are you self-releasing it? Or? Yes. Okay. So, uh, so was uh, Desire Path. The second EP okay. was uh, self-released, and this one will also be the same. And I feel like I've gathered a lot of experience and good people around me that can help me navigate this, you know? Uh-oh. Sorry, no, trying to guard, guard the wind here. Um, is this gonna? Is it going to be windy all night, you think? Yeah. Probably deserty kind of vibes. 
do you intend to are you trying to tour a lot on the new album you, I will try yes. you like doing that I really love yeah. doing that yeah well, do you um I do I do it's also like very tiring mm. um and wearing you know what I mean yeah um but uh yeah I I I love traveling and being in new I mean this is this kind of thing is ideal like to stay in a really nice hotel mm. play a festival in the afternoon mm. like that's like ideal for me we're gonna switch to a new place folks okay now we're we're a bit wind wind guarded <laughs> um so yeah we were just talking about touring possibilities um possibilities which is a, a nice. pasta restaurant nice. I'd like to start I'd like to eat there yeah yeah so you have a day job yeah that you work full time how do you where actually do you, 80% 80% of yeah. the time okay mm-hmm. like which four is, days a week which is four days a week yeah. okay and where do you find time to record and stuff is it do you have a certain routine at all um no well you know there is like writing a new song and there is recording it and those are two very different things for me because you know I can write a song I need to be inspired I know it's such a cliche no, but you know so true. cliche because it's true right yeah so that could happen at any and any given time sometimes I mean somehow most it happens at night like late at night I don't know how about you but um, I think it's just different for me always it, it just depends on I think words I tend to write mm. in, late at night mm. or in the middle of the night really yeah I actually feel like the music part is more um, night-ish yeah, for me yeah. and the words I tend to write when I'm listening to music sometimes other people's music yeah okay and sometimes when you I just write down the words that they're singing exactly and I <laughs> just change it a bit just yeah. a little bit yeah oh that's me uh, that's Brent in there yeah um, but mostly when I like um, traveling you know that really gets the words out of me like being yeah. on an airplane or a train or a car that happens to me sometimes too. Right? Yeah, yeah. Something about moving. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, I, I I've been thinking about that lately. I, there's also something that happens to me where my stomach sort of settles when hmm. I'm traveling, which is weird. Like I'm always worried about getting sick, but then yeah, I'm like, it's kind oh, of the opposite I'm actually of doing well. I think it has something to do with just like your whole system flips, especially mm. when you when you get jet lagged mm. uh, and like you know travel that far, like. Something about your metabolism and, and like body clock changing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. is actually a weird, weirdly a good thing for me. I don't quite understand. That's interesting. It, but yeah, but it also brings out just the fact that you know I'll be awake in the daytime, um, you know, in Europe or here or whatever, at a time where I would normally it would normally be nighttime for me. Mm-hmm. For me, like. The middle of the night is is furtive, you know, for words because it it's that unconscious mind, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you can cultivate that with meditation or whatever. But yeah, um, yeah. That's, so that's, something that's, something about being, hmm. you know, being awake for that, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It, the mind is still has that has that thing. I think. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I I think for me it's. It's kind of not the opposite, but I mean, I feel like I write a lot of time out of thinking. You know what I mean? Like, 
not peeling the Oh, the for stuff. words, you mean? Yeah, exactly. Does that have to do with, you know, you write in English, at yeah. least for the most part. Right. Um, does that have to do with that, maybe? Like, you have to put a little more brain power in it? Well, maybe, but I think that if I would have written in, in Hebrew, it would have been the same, I think. Because I'm really inside my head, like, you know yeah. what I mean? I need to process things that happen to me, and I do that using music and words in okay. my music. Um, so it's a lot of thinking. I don't know. Yeah. It's not not primal. You know what okay. I mean? Okay, yeah. Not subconscious. Uh, I try to be primal with my shit. I, that's great. I try. It's really interesting not to... Always, to but yeah, difference. yeah. <laughs> Definitely. And I think the part for me that sort of like lingers and takes time is like the music stuff. Mm. I, I, I try to get words to just be instantaneous. Um, and then I... Then I edit them a lot. Yeah. Did you always do that? Editing, I mean? Uh, yeah. I mean, maybe not way early on. You can probably hear it in my work when I, when I wasn't and when I was. <laughs> but uh, what about you? Uh, I used to not edit at all, and then I found that it's a good thing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, oh, definitely. Yes. And using, you know, I'll often write, uh, you know, a page and use one line mm. from that. And then write another page and use one line from that, and those two go together, or whatever. I totally that happens to me yeah. all the time. Yeah, because it, sometimes it takes, you know, sort of a whole set of ideas before right. you get to your real yeah. idea. Yeah. Yeah. And also the, the person that wrote, you know, all those lines in the first place, and then the person who's reading them now and coming to edit is a different person. I totally. Mean, totally. Like you. Yeah. And yeah. you should be, you you know, you should, yeah, you should have a, a uh, sort of a, uh, an objective mind about your editing, right. I think, you know. Right, Yeah. So, can I ask you a little bit about how you grew up or where you grew up? Sure. Where did you grow up? <laughs> I grew up in, um, in some military bases, actually. Really? Yeah, because my dad's a pilot. Okay. That's how we got to Beijing to get me the Guzheng. He's a pilot <laughs> he in, used to in be the IDF or, or in... He used to be, okay. yeah. But now he's a commercial pilot? Right. Cool. Yeah, cool for so me. So he was like, hop on? Uh, well, you know, it's not that easy, but yeah. <laughs> like he actually flew the plane that you were in or he get, he get you would get free tickets because... Uh, no, you can get free tickets. Okay. I mean, you know, there are a lot of constraints, but... Yes, yeah. yes. Um, but that's cool. Yeah. That's really good. So... How was that? Like I, growing up in a, on a military base. Well, because I was actually born on a military, you know, it's you all know I knew, yeah. yeah. But then we moved to like a regular town, I guess. And uh, where are these places, by the way, the military base? And the um, town? Well, first is I don't know how to. It's in the middle of the country. Yeah. Um, little south of Tel Aviv, like an hour away, I'd say something like that, and. Then we moved to a place which is right in the middle between Tel Aviv and Jerusalem, which is also, you know, kind of center. Yeah. Um, what was that town called? Reut. Reut. Reut, yes. Okay. Um, it's like a suburb, a really big suburb. and Of really, Tel Aviv? Or a, uh, no, of itself. Of itself. You know what I mean? Okay. Like, yeah, it's yeah, just yeah. small and out of nowhere. Yeah. Um, so, I, I don't know. I kind of... Liked it. It's all I know, so I don't yeah. know if I. I'm not sure if I would have been happier growing up in Tel Aviv, which is where I live now. You know, I don't know. It 
made me who I am. So I guess it's yeah. fine. <laughs> so, um, do you have? Are you like? What are your political ide- ideas? Like, are are you? It seems like you kind of you can't not be political here. I th- I feel like I'm I'm trying. <laughs> You're trying <laughs> no, not to I'm, be. I'm kidding. I mean, yeah, we got some ambience. Yeah, no, it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Um, I mean, I'm definitely left wing, definitely, and this is what I vote. And when I was young, I was also in a youth uh, group, uh, what you call it, for the not the leftist. Uh, party, but uh, kind of, you know. Okay. Do you know? No, I have no idea where you're talking. Like, Do you want me to say it for this, your this uncle? Is like the, <laughs> this is like the Hitler youth, but, but, in but, the, the, but, good but the good ones. Yeah. I know. Yeah. We don't have, I don't think we have, I mean, we have like Boy Scouts and shit, but I don't think we have like. Really? You well, don't there's have... like young Republicans, yeah. I think. Yeah, so. For like, but that's like college kids, I think. Hmm. Yeah. So, no, I was in so high school were, for that one. You were groomed for. For the left wing, basically. Yeah, my parents age. are both uh, left wing. Okay. So, uh, Despite the fact that your dad was military. Yeah. Okay. I mean, here the military is so. Um, Everyone does it. Be- exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so, it doesn't really say anything yeah. about you. But, um, you know, you you said something about it in the last podcast when you did a Japanese breakfast um, that you you feel like you don't really know the entire thing, yeah. so you can't. Um, I feel the same way, and I okay. live here. Yeah. And I've, I mean. I can tell you now because I've studied it all. <laughs> Please I mean, I've do. read, I've read the stuff that my Did you sent actually me. read it? Because you said yeah. it was a lot. Yeah. I mean, no, he sent me a right. lot of stuff. I read, I read <laughs> as much as I could. Um, yeah. I mean. Good for you. Yeah. You probably know more than me. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you know, there's, Whatever, I'm not going to go over the whole history, but, but, like, I mean, you know the basics. You know right. what I know. Yeah. I'm sure you know what I know. Well, it's basically, like, probably. around the start of the 20th century, mm-hmm. Jews started to come here. Right. Um, and, uh, you know, that wasn't always pretty. And, and in, like, around 1948, when, when Israel became uh, a country, uh, the practice of, of just sort of kicking... Uh, Arabs, Palestinians, out out of their towns, that villages that they lived in was was widely used, mm-hmm. and like so, you know, um, I said on the mic today, I said, oh, this is dedicated. This set is dedicated to the uh, refugees from these villages around here, like you know that kibbutz right. today. This is the 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 research that my uncle did for me. Mm. That kibbutz uh, was on like. A town called Hamra and like these three other towns mm-hmm. were like mm-hmm. in that area, and they they just went and you know expelled the, yeah. the, the citizens. And so then, you gotta ask yourself, like today, when you know my uh, my first uh, go to place when I think about these things, it's almost like an instinct. I I think about going back to Germany, like today, as you know, someone who whose grandparents were forced out of there and yeah. you know otherwise something really bad would have happened so I'm going there and I'm looking at these people and I'm like well I know you didn't do anything right you know these are your ancestors and yeah. and I mean let's I mean <laughs> I want to say that we can't compare but I'm just doing that right because it's very different situation it's, it's very always different. a different situation yeah. but I'm just saying I don't 
I don't know, I don't feel responsible for the things that happened, but I do feel responsible for the situation that we can do, we can now. create now. Yes, right. exactly. And I, 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 right. And I, I feel that same way. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, yeah, I, it's, it's a hard one because it's, it's almost like, I, I, I initially was sort of thinking about it like, it's sort of like a little bit like Native Americans and, mm-hmm. and what happened mm-hmm. to them mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like if the slaves in the United States were set free and they said, okay, you can go to the West. Now, now you know, you can all, hey, slaves, you know, Colorado is yours now. Mm-hmm. And then the slaves went to Colorado and they said, there's already people here. You got to go. <laughs> yeah. You got to go. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's almost like that. Yeah. But it's like. And that's what makes it very complex to me is, like, Jews came here for a good reason. Right. It wasn't arbitrary, and it wasn't, like, you know, th- yeah. there's a reason why we had to come here. But the here. way it was handled was, you know, we, we didn't have any government at the yeah. time, you know, so the way it was handled it was... It was the Old West. That's what right, I'm saying. Right, it was right. It was an Old West-type mentality, yeah. and they dealt with it that way, and that's... I mean, I can only assume, you know, that's, yeah. that's another point, I mean... Everything we're taught in like history books and yep. whatever, it's still someone's opinion at the end True. of the day, you know. True. Yeah, but there, there, there are some things that no, there are facts. Yeah, that, that, are, that are factual yeah. and that are well documented. You know, I mean, yeah. There's, I mean, and and that's the thing is like there's propaganda on both sides. Right. That um, you know, you do have to take with a grain of salt uh, um, much of it. Um, yeah. But there are also cold hard facts that. You know that yeah. exists too. Yeah, definitely. Um, but yeah, it it is. It's a tough one. And what do you do now? You know, like I don't know. What do most people like you or left left leaning people? What do you think? It, you know, is like I'm the, not actually. I'm not the one to ask because I feel I, you're not a political well, person. Exactly, yeah. I'm not a political person, and I feel really guilty about it <laughs> most yeah. of the time yeah. because all I do is vote. And yeah. like when somebody asks me, I will tell him my opinion and when you know stuff like that but I'm just trying to bring good like in other ways if I can you know yeah um I don't know what there is to do but the situation is not okay <laughs> you yeah, know what I mean yeah it's yeah it's 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 rough and I yeah I mean I, I feel like it really just comes down to fear it's like I and I totally understand why Um, many Israeli Jews would be fearful. I mean, it, it, it's not, uh, you know, if you do just open the borders completely, like, we don't know what would happen. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's a lot of people in Palestine that are not happy. Right, <laughs> you know, like, right. so yeah, I mean, it's a tough one. It's a tough one, and I, maybe it requires some kind of weird... Uh, layered you know like uh, thing something that rolls out over time or something I don't really know yeah I, I feel like you know the, the the human brain immediately goes to that place of like okay so Fear. what do we, no so what do oh, we do yeah like yeah. the solution based yeah. thinking and I I think I was there as well and then I just realized that I don't know and I don't know if I mean you're like you don't know <laughs> the situation is really complex and And then th- maybe that's why I 
you know, I'm block it out. It's just like exactly. But that's the problem. I, I feel like that is a problem. Most I feel like not most, but a lot of the left wing here feels that way. It's like, mm. I don't know. What the fuck should we do? Yeah. And the right wing doesn't feel that way at all. They know exactly what they <laughs> right, want to do, right. and it's fucked up. So right. it's like right. they're the ones that end up winning. And it's the same in the States. Mm. Our, our left wing is very, like, fractured and kind of, you know, not very organized. And then the our right wing is, like, so organized mm-hmm. and so, like, aggressive. And, you know, and I think that's happened around the world that's what happened in in um england and with brexit and and uh you know yeah so i think that's sucks <laughs> yeah that sucks i think you're right yeah um what's what's the future hold for you in, you know in closing to, to close this up like what are you trying to get into that you haven't done yet hmm i i never look at it that way i'm like I don't have any specific Would you goal. want to live anywhere else? Have you thought about like, oh, well, I, have, I want to live in New I York? Have, or I have. I, I love New York like so New York? much. Oh, my God. It's my, you, yeah, it's my go-to place. Like, if I need to answer that question, where else would you live? That would be New York, definitely. Okay. Why did I just guess that? I wow. Oh, my God. That's amazing. <laughs> um, but for now, I think I'll stay here. And I have that album coming out. And I'll perform with it will be awesome I hope to be back in China again yeah and Singapore and South uh, Korea but China is uh, really big yes yeah, huge <laughs> uh, so yeah a lot to see and um, that's it I just you know I'll know when I get there yeah right yeah so uh, I think we might have ended on a dark note it got dark right it got dark because we don't know what to do well I've been sitting here with rotten or <laughs> but good I'm enough. using the back of the throat incorrectly. I feel um, like. I I'll say it uh, rotten or. Rotem, yeah, you almost or. don't pronounce the R actually. Okay, yeah. rotten or. Okay. Nice. Um, and uh, yeah, we, we're we're up in uh, I don't what do you call this area up here? It's uh, Galileon. Mm-hmm. Galileon. Okay. Which is actually the the word play on Galileon, which is the name of the hotel. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Uh, All right, we'll say bye to the folks out there. Okay, folks. Thank you for listening. Bye-bye. Booyah! Another conversation under the hood of the wandering wood. You guys, I really appreciate you listening. As always, I appreciate everyone that has uh, given to the Patreon and now it is time to read off my executive producers. These are people who gave $5 a month or more to patreon.com slash thewanderingwolf. Adam Chase, Alexis Johnson, Caitlin Augustine, Dylan Rowe, Cemetery Chips, Isaac Lang, Jim Laskowski, Joel Blankenship, Matt Hill, Merrick Jarmulowicz, Simon Bird, Tim Vecchio, Emma Ridgeway, Paul Solorzano, Robert Hess, and Kenneth Leon, or Lion, or Leanne. I'm not sure. L-I-A-N. You tell me. You tell me, my friend. Also, those of you who chose to remain anonymous, thank you very much. Those of you that gave a penny, thank you. All the bits and bobs you heard throughout the episode were Totemo, our Totemo. Um, go check them out. 
on the internets, if you got the web, I think we should go out on a Totemo tune. Keep wandering, 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 keep wandering. You make this wonderful sound cracking open. I'm still all in, but now I'm in fallen.